Bonjour. Hey guys, welcome to episode 35 of Res Hockey. I am Trev, and with me as always, well, not always, he won't be here next week. Oh, we're not, we're recording. Look at those. Yes, hi, how are I, you? I saw those. We're on video <laughs> right now on Zoom, and uh, everyone's going to be seeing uh, Bush's uh, trunks. No, <laughs> His swimming trunks. My swimming trunks. Like a, a speedo. <laughs> yeah. Speedo slash Borat. <laughs> oh. What's up? What's up? What's up, Bush? Hey, guys. How are you guys doing? Eh, so, so. We have lots to talk about and a little time to do it. So let's get busy. Let's get to it. Uh, our guest for episode 35 is from, he lived in Wall Road. He lived in Prince George, BC. He went lived in Kingston, where he attended Queen's University for a couple of years. He currently lives in Allen, Texas, where he plays for the Allen Americans. He's a band member of Kuchiching First Nation, just outside Fort Francis and Trudy Three Territory. Mm-hmm. Guest for 30... Episode 35 is Mr. Jared Bethune. So looking forward to that interview. It's cool that we got uh, almost back-to-back guests that play for the Allen Americans in the East Coast League. Yeah, and it's cool neat. that they that they talk about our podcast. So yeah. boys, thanks, boys. What's up, guys? Thank you so much. Thanks to Eric Roy. So, uh, yeah. Because of the week, because of the week for episode 35. Is, Mr. Uh, Nisachuan Star himself. Nisachuan Storm, captain, general manager. He's like Reg Dunlop. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Coach, player coach. Player coach. Yeah. Uh, Organizer. He, you know what? Uh, yeah. People don't know how much work. Like he, he recruits and he organizes a lot of ice time. Like he does a lot of work for, uh, for, for dolls and stuff. Like, so yeah, I almost got to. You know, like you ever try and organize ice time yourself? It's, it's fucking hard. Like it's, he organizes hockey teams for his, his reserve, yeah. and I don't like organizing teams because it's so much work. You gotta call this person, of, that person, and yeah. Well, 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 we found it out this weekend. Like we called a couple people, they said yes, and then they canceled. So, like, you do you run your list of contacts, like, but earn it like. He does that all again. Like, he, he he doesn't sweat it out. Like, well, like, I mean, he shows up when he plays and he, he doesn't really like, holy fuck, I can't believe this guy's gone. You know, that's off to him though, because of the week. Because of the week for episode 35 is Mr. Ernest Jameson mm-hmm. of the Saskatchewan First Nation, which is located just outside Kenora, Ontario. Ernest does a lot of uh, good things when he plays in. These draft tournaments that Bush yes, and I attended in October, yeah. he has a hashtag called Project Light the Lamp. Where if they hey, if wait, he stop, scores, stop, what? stop, you really don't have to do the hashtag quotations in the air because they can't see. Oh, yeah, yet. they can't see, can't see the <laughs> video yeah. yet, so can't do quotations. <laughs> no, <laughs> but no, yeah, but uh, no, no, but uh, but to go on what Charlie was saying, like. He he uh he picks a fundraiser. He picks a uh, something to donate, some kind of charity, and if if when his team wins, any goals, any assists, he 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 
he nominates uh, whatever, uh, uh, I don't know, dollar value to, like, say, for example, he put for, if he gets a hat trick, he'll get 50 goals to every child mattered. I don't know. I'm just kind of running around things. But he does this, and he does this religiously every tournament he goes to. So you know what? You guys got to give him a hats off to him. He's pretty good about that. Yep, that's for sure. And that's why he's because of the week. So yep. thanks, mm-hmm. Ernest. Thank you, Ernest. Keep doing what you're doing, man. So uh, shout-outs. Do you have any shout-outs this week? I got a shout-out. I got a yeah, um, shout-out to all the boys in uh, Eveleth, Minnesota. Rich Bryant, Austin, and Jason Strukel, uh Rocket, they call him. Bruce. They put on a good tournament every year, and we're very, very excited, very happy to go visit them again. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a good time, and yeah. we'll talk about that later. But thanks, mm-hmm. guys, for having us down, and we'll be back. We will be back. Hopefully, with more players. <laughs> but they are coming up to see us. And August long weekend when mm-hmm. there's going to be an old-timers training in here in Kenora. <laughs> yeah. So, uh what do you want to talk about first? Ooh, let's go controversial. Okay, go ahead. Starter. Uh, all right. Now, I don't know if our listeners are aware of what's going on in Europe, but... Do you think if uh, I fart that they'll hear it? Absolutely. Well, you have a good mic, it picks okay. up background noise. Let's try it. No, let's not. Oh, I couldn't hear it, so they probably can't hear it. <laughs> okay, as you were. As you were. As were I was saying, saying um, what's going on in europe and actually affecting the world is something bad's going down in russia and ukraine now the the ripple effects of that for example is the iihf hockey that's just that's just big one um where do we go there the iihf are blocking or they're kicking out russian teams and belarus teams for what's going on for because of some what should we call them What's a nice euphemism dictator? for him? Dictator, yeah. Fuck your cell, man. No. Okay, let me turn the volume off. There we go. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so so all the Russian teams, all the Russian athletes, they're being barred from uh, competition in the, uh, the Olympics, IAHF, Federation, their hockey Men's competition, women's competition, all the women, all the Russian athletes, they're uh, they're getting kicked out. I think it's. I don't think the players should get kicked out in the NHL, but it's good that some organizations are stepping up and say, "Listen, Russia, that's not cool. This is what's going to happen, and this is what's happening." What do you think, Trevor? I don't know. Keep fucking politics out of hockey really and like reporters have to ask their questions better right yeah like, don't put them on the spot they're there to play hockey mm-hmm. not there to fucking talk about politics and and i'm sure they all feel bad with what's happening well but they yeah. have to think they have a lot of family back in russia so if they say the wrong thing there goes their mm-hmm. yeah i wouldn't doubt that putin putin wouldn't fucking Kill their family, right? Well, so, yeah. Gotta be careful what you say. Like his uh 
like are we like like we hear reports of Alexander Vetchkin being criticized like is are the rest of the like Kuznetsov Malkin are 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 they being targeted as well or is it just are they just focusing on one player like they're Russian right <laughs> what do you think about uh LCBO which is uh the uh, liquor control board the, of Ontario yeah which they run all the liquor stores in Ontario what do you think of them pulling off the Russian brand vodkas I think it's a good thing. I think they're. I think Ontario's. Uh, you know, they don't want to support the war. They want to support Russia funds. So you know, you know, why not just stop selling the, their product and just, you know, I think it's Hit good. Them where it hurts, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the IIHF World Juniors? They're going to have it again Ooh. in the summers from where they left off. Do you think Russia should be allowed to participate? I think that they shouldn't punish 18 and 20 year old kids that have no fucking clue what the hell is going on. They don't, I don't think they should punish those, those kids for, uh, get them an independent team name, but I don't think they should punish those athletes because they're 16 years old. They don't, they don't know. They just, they just want to play hockey. A lot of them want to leave Russia. A lot of them want to come to North America because, you know, what about like the CHL? Like you got the Western League, Ontario League, and the Quebec League. Oh yeah, they're Those talking are... about not importing Russian players. I think that's wrong. Don't punish the kids. Okay, how about but, this? Though? I mean, but, okay, tell me. Like, Talk to even me. though I know Russia's what they're doing is totally wrong and it's fucking brutal, but what about the Americans? Though they've been doing the same thing to other countries. For how many years, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not shitting on the American. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they've, been attack- know, they've been attacking mm-hmm. countries and killing thousands of people, innocent people. Yeah, they have been, and they will do it. But I don't think they should punish a 16-year-old kid, though, that's just trying to play hockey. That's my opinion. Yeah, it's fucked up. Like, um, I, 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 like, I don't think the CHL or OHL or WHL, I don't think they should... I don't think they shouldn't cut those Russian players, but they might be doing it for their own safety because there's there's always the uh, seesaw. There's always the uh, polar end of the opposite, right? There's always there's there's gonna be some fanatic that's gonna target that player and just make it make their life miserable. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, it's a touchy subject and it's, just, mm-hmm. it's shitty what's happening and we just want, we're thinking of all the. Ukrainian people in Canada yeah. and all over the world. Did you know that Winnipeg has the biggest, or Manitoba has the biggest Ukrainian population in Canada or in the world? I did not know that. Thank you for sharing that, Trevor. Some uh, some good friends. <laughs> and they had a big population. Well, they still still do here in Kenora. Like you know, like uh, where Evergreen is, that area. Yes, they used to call that cabbage. Cabbage, Cabbage Town. Really? I did yeah, not know that. Because cool. of all the Ukrainian people that used to live in the area. <laughs> That's where Paula's parents, they used to live in that area. Oh, okay. So they used to call that Cabbage Town because all the Ukrainians yeah. lived there. Back in the day. <laughs> That's cool. But they got a lot of slack too. Like we'll, we'll do a little history lesson. Like when they lived, like the old, like the old ways, the old ways, like 
<laughs> like when there used to be that flour mill in Kuwaitin, that was yep. like fucking long, long ago. They used to treat Ukraine Ukrainians like really mean long time ago. Mm-hmm. And that's I believe it. That's what uh, Paula's mom told me before she passed away. How bad they were treated. I'm drinking water and nah, Bush is drinking Kool-Aid. Spiked Kool-Aid. <laughs> Baby duck. Gray duck. Do you remember when it was called? Uh, cold? Cold no, duck? No, no. Cold. Was it cold duck? It, it, was, it used to be cold duck a long time ago. And okay. It used to be in a, yeah. in a bottle, like a glass bottle. Yeah, I yeah. remember. Well, I remember my, my my grandpa used to drink that. Yeah, my grandpa that. used to drink, uh, drink that too. Cold duck. And yeah. he used yeah. to stash it in the extra room at my granny and grandpa's in the <laughs> in the drawer there. So I opened the drawer, a bunch of bottles of cold duck. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and it was like cheap, cheap wine. It was it was like five bucks though. That's why it was. Uh, I think that was popular. Yeah cold duck i think it's called like baby duck now baby duck now yeah yeah okay all right i have a question for you all right i have an answer if you okay how can i say this um national anthems would you ever sit down during a national canadian national anthem if you were at a sporting event um if you were against what the government was doing and you wanted to take a stand, like, like it is taking a big stance, not standing in the national anthem, right? It's not like America, but <laughs> would you be patriotic and not stand up for your people? Not even your people, but just if you were against what the government was doing, would you not stand for a national anthem? That's a good question. I don't have an answer to it right now. Why do you ask that? What's going well, on? I just, I just uh, saw it on. Uh, just reminded of Eminem when he uh, took a knee when he wasn't supposed to during uh, Super Bowl halftime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And but when he, I went, but he's Eminem though. And when I went to the Leafs game with Nick, no, we were me. And Nick went somewhere. We were at a a game and they started singing the national anthem and he didn't stand up and he said, I don't like how the government's treating first nations people. And I didn't say nothing. I just, I stood up and I just uh, respected his decision not mm-hmm. to stand up. I can't remember where we, we were either in Winnipeg at the least game. I think, no, I think that was it. And that was back in December. He did that. Oh shit. I was like, holy fuck. This kid's 17 and he has, mm-hmm. he's pretty ballsy. But is he doing that to make a stance though? But he, is he also following through with a lot of political, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the term I'm looking for? Is he, is he following through with a lot of his, like, is he researching a lot of people? Is he researching this and that? Is he sharing yeah. on his Facebook media? Like, is he doing all that or is he just doing he that just to, you know what took, I mean? Like, yeah, he took a Canadian history uh, course, so I think yeah. and his teacher was touching on a lot of uh, residential school history and a lot of what's going on today yeah. with oh, okay. First Nation people, like with the like the water crisis and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so, 
because like yeah. it's one thing to to have posters and shit in your room but to actually do it and follow through with you don't want to be an activist but you want to like is he is a person like that is he spreading awareness is he talking to people is he you know is he cutting pasting sharing articles or is he just doing it to just to do it yeah <laughs> I don't true know. and i, I give, like, him, I'm not, give him like, credit I, for him to that he's yeah. starting to understand and starting to take his own opinion and standing up for what he believes in like I'm like I'm not I'm not disrespecting your 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 son because he's your son, but like is he gonna follow through with a lot of stuff that he's gonna stand up for? I'm, I'm sure he will. He's you know what I mean? Like is he gonna he's, I'm sure he will, like oh I don't know. And it's that. good that we have youth that yeah. are standing up for our rights and that he's taking a stand at a hockey game of all yeah. places where you're gonna see like fifteen thousand other people seeing him sitting down and they're yeah. gonna wonder why is that boy sitting down mm-hmm. and i'm sure he'll he'll tell him yep that's and no one said anything that's it so i think if he did i think if he did at the same time as colin kaepernick people would question but I, I there's enough awareness as where you don't want to say activism but there's enough awareness about that how government has treated us that you know what people are pissed off people don't want to People don't want to stand up. People don't want to stand up supporting an anthem that celebrates Canada, knowing full well that they're sweeping everything under the rug, that they don't want people to research it. (laughs) Yeah, true. Yeah. Just thought I'd ask. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure there's going to be, I don't know if if someone, if I would have did it, someone would have been pissed off at me because maybe I'm, because I'm older. Yeah, something probably. Yeah. Anyways, hey, did yeah, you yeah. see the the Philly Flyers game the other night? The popula- the population, the attendance. <laughs> yeah, I did because I showed it to you. Did you? Yeah, I showed I showed you the screenshot of it. Oh. <laughs> okay, I thought I was being smart and trying to talk about something. Well, you are being smart and talking about something. They but... tried saying it was fourteen thousand people. No, but the thing made... is. That's there might have been fourteen thousand ticket sales, but exactly there's probably right. about maybe four. There's only about maybe fourteen hundred people in in, in attendance. Like, when, yeah, was, when they add to attendance, they add all the season tickets, right? So yeah, oh they yeah, get thirteen thousand season tickets then that are sold. That's pathetic. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I was in Philadelphia, I wouldn't care if the Flyers suck. Like you're seeing. The top hockey players in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just thought it was funny. Yeah. And thanks for showing me your po- sharing that post. Hey, you're I, welcome. Uh, I really appreciate it. If you're wondering about my voice, I was yelling <laughs> all weekend. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah at, I was yelling at Bush, pass me the puck. Yep, yep, yep. So. Nine out of ten times you didn't pass me that damn puck. No, because you're behind me, and I was I was I was looking at forward motion. The Did puck. you? I don't think you passed me the puck once. Like I was rushing, eh? No. Hmm. Asshole. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I got a fart. Why? Oh, I can't hear it, it though. I just want to see if the the listeners can hear it. When <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't hear it. 
anyways anyways uh, let's, right. uh, let's head over yeah let's head over to our interview with mr jared bethune of kuchiching first nation yeah Hey, Res Hockey. Res Hockey would like to introduce to you our guest for episode 35. He is currently playing for the Allen Americans in the East Coast League. He's played all over from Prince George to War Road to Queens University in Kingston. Res Hockey would like to welcome Jared Bethune. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Uh, As we mentioned, you're... You're currently playing in Allen, Texas. Um, how's your season going? Uh, you know, we've been battling a little bit. Um, our first half, we didn't have very many games. And then the second half, it's been pretty crazy. With just a lot of three and threes, uh, four and fives and travel. So it's been a lot of bodies getting injured and stuff. So uh, actually at Christmas time, I've been a Ford my whole life. And I switched to D for, for the second half. I've never played D in my life, so. Um, I've been liking it. It's been a bit of an adjustment for me that personally, but uh, you know we're battling to try to get playoffs here. So hopefully uh, we get rolling into into playoffs and can make it. How's uh, your teammates with Eric Roy, who was a guest a couple of weeks ago? Has he given you uh, any pointers how to play D? Yeah, I mean I think you know every day I'm still even on the bench during games. I'm asking you know my D partner, the guys, if I'm doing this right or transitioning so uh Roy's is kind of like a big brother to me on the team and he was a uh, funny story he was actually done playing for a couple of years and I played against him in the Freddy this summer and I texted my RDR coach and told him that uh you know Roy's is looking pretty good there because I played with him a few years ago so he texted Roy's and sure enough he's showing up to camp with us so it's pretty exciting seeing him there that's awesome that's crazy yeah. how some guys just have that natural ability. Like, yeah, you could take a few years off and then come back and you're just not even missing a step. Oh, some of the stuff he does is just just so natural. Like, you know, he <laughs> talks about a lot of natives do have that natural talent and you just see it out. Like, he's on the blue line. There's two guys coming at him. He just does these little, like, risky plays, but it just works in his favor. And it's just so fun to watch. And toe drags left and right. And it's just, he's a fun guy to watch. So I try to. I try to be more conservative than him so I don't get extended, <laughs> but I definitely like watching it. What's the best part of playing hockey in Texas? I think just stepping outside the rink, you know, it doesn't matter if you had a good game, bad game, bad practice, whatever, you step outside and pretty much it's always 70, 80 degrees Celsius or Fahrenheit here. So, you know, you kind of can go sit by the pool or go golfing or, you know, go explore Dallas. So I think that's just such a cool thing from – Growing up in Fort Francis, where you're freezing your nuts off the whole season, so <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you know you take it for granted for a little bit. But when you think about back home, you talk to you know your parents and they're shoveling snow and stuff. It's been months since I've seen snow, so <laughs> I think that's probably the coolest part. Uh, earlier in your playing days, you played high school hockey in Warroad, Minnesota. How was that experience? Uh, considering like high school hockey is so huge in Minnesota compared to like everywhere else, like Kenora and Fort Francis? Yeah, I think, you know, we kind of moved to War Road. Uh, as you know, like you live in Fort Francis, that we're kind of landlocked there. There's not, you know, Minnesota's kind of your best option if you're going to move anywhere other than, I guess, Winnipeg. But um, we ended up moving to War Road when I was in grade eight. And 
me and my sister my mom were there and my dad kind of kept he'd be there on weekends so um didn't know much about Wara, but such a cool town i mean there's a reason they call it hockey town usa um and it's enriched in a lot of uh you know indigenous native uh history so i think that's pretty cool like the name war comes from the battles there that the sioux and enough of the Jibway had there but uh yeah it's pretty cool just uh being the warriors and you have to earn like even for all the way up until high school you wear you basically red and blue and then once you get to high school, you get to wear the, the black and gold. And you have to earn those colors and the warrior color. It's so cool. So um, just a tradition there. Um, you know, you have TJ Oshie, Brock Nelson, countless guys that go D1 and the girls program is probably one of the best in the country for pushing D1 athletes. So it was just a, such a cool thing that I didn't really know about that was an hour and a half away and uh, moving in there. And, you know, there's, you don't pay for ice there. It's unlimited ice time. So I think for me growing up, being on outdoor rinks and stuff, uh, coming in and seeing that, you know, there's two ice services and if there's no set practices, you can just go out there with your buddies and we'd spend eight hours a day out there just having fun shooting around. And it's such a cool town. So I definitely love my time there. Did you guys make it to the state finals while you were there? Like the state finals is in St. Paul every year at the Excel center and, and like every game sold out. It's like 18,000 people at a high school hockey game. Yeah, no, so we, uh, Bantams, we made it to uh, the state tournament, the FW state tournament, and then both uh, my 10th and 11th grade year, we lost to East Grand Forks, and I believe they, I believe they won it both years, the state tournament, so it was kind of the battle, whoever came out of section eight was going on to win it, but um, we lost with an empty net four to two my sophomore year. And then we went to double overtime and we lost to, <laughs> to them. That, and that one stung, I think, the most because we only played two lines and wore out. So, oh, wow. Yeah, like our third <laughs> line, I think they, the only time they touched the ice was against Bidet one game. So, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. Like, you know, me and uh, I played with Kobe Roth and Cal Sylvester my junior year. And we basically would have two minute shifts, get off for 30, 40 seconds, go back out. So, <laughs> It was, uh, it was pretty cool to play and, you know, it was such a cool town and the whole town would come out and support you. And even, uh, I think we'd get usually like a thousand to 2000 people at the games, a lot of them. And you have your marching band, the school band there and, you know, all your classmates come to support you and it's such a big deal there. So I think that was pretty cool to be a part of. Yeah. A lot of people, I don't think understand, um, how big high school hockey it is in Minnesota. Cause my kids play high school hockey here in, Kenora and we probably get maybe like 50 people at the ring yeah. in both games and, and it's crazy intense oh like it's it's crazy like you know every time any parents are at the bar everything just revolves around either hockey fishing or hunting there's it's, it's just the the world way I think and um but when the hockey season's on you know it's it's pretty cool just to see uh you know all the kids are just little rink rats they don't leave yeah. the rink and um it's just, yeah, I think, you know, you can't really compare it to, you know, triple A hockey or anything. Cause you grew up, a lot of those guys, I mean, I moved there, but most of the guys grew up with these guys. And then all of a sudden you have to earn these colors and, you know, you're paying, playing with your best buddies for three, four years. And uh, the whole town is just behind you. So I think it's so cool. Like you don't really get that anywhere else. Yeah. I remember spending uh, quite a bit 
of nights at uh, good old Izzy's down downtown there. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's one of our uh, our best friends there. So I've definitely spent my fair share of time out on on legal there. So it's such a cool bar. You like you it walk, is, like, yeah. You walk in there and there's just you know D1 athletes, Olympic athletes, yeah. NHL athletes. It's just it's going to make your head spin. You know how many people have been through world, and you know you got Henry Boucher and. Um, I was even at the golf tournament uh, two years ago, and uh, I got paired up with uh, one of the Coneheads from the Miracle Team. Oh, nice! Yeah, Buzz Aldrich. So I think that was pretty cool. And you know, he was crushing, having a few beers with <laughs> us, and telling some stories. It's just the history for. I think the coolest fact about World is that I learned was uh, Team USA has never won a gold medal without having a person from World on their team. Oh, yeah, that's pretty So pretty I think that's pretty cool, pretty cool fact because, you know, uh, the Christian brothers and that too. So, but yeah, we, uh, so we didn't make it. Um, I think my junior year or my sophomore year after we lost out, me and uh, Kobe Ross, we went down and watched this state tournament anyways. It sucked to watch, but uh, just watching the guys and, you know, like the being the XL being sold out there for, yeah. for high school hockey is just, and it's all people you your age you get it's funny like down there you have the cities like Edina um and YZ and they you know know different guys and they have chance at different players that yeah the whole section is just filled with YZ and even St. Thomas Academy their private school and everyone kind of hates them and they practice their sellies like I think one guy he scored a goal and he goes up to their uh the cadets and he taps his stick and they like parted the red sea <laughs> so the whole their whole crowd in the middle just part of the middle and it was just like wow this is electric that's awesome uh yeah. after war road you went to the prince george cougars of the whl how was it adjusting from high school to major junior uh it was tough um i don't think a lot of people know there was a big reason i was heading there as i team canada kind of wanted me to push to go out there for uh u18s so um I kind of made that jump um and I started off not bad but definitely you know the travel and the season kind of pays plays a toll on you and you know you're playing um sort of high school boys you're playing a lot of men that you know SAS farm boys Alberta farm boys that you know they're tough boys so um I think that and then just you know some of the systems and stuff that they run there it's such a professional league so learning what a trap is and different kind of four checks and breakouts and stuff. Um, it was definitely a bit of an adjustment, but uh, I definitely like my four years out there. I mean, I'm a Northern boy, so I think I liked being in Prince George, a Northern town and um, the travel definitely sucked at times. And, but uh, we'd go on the road for two weeks, be home for two weeks, be on the road for two weeks. So at least you get, you know, some time at home and get a settle in and on the road, you just bring your Xbox and, you'd be out there with the guys and you just play in your hotel room the whole time. So definitely made the most of it, but it was, uh, it was pretty cool playing against uh, a lot of uh, great players that are now in the NHL. Being so, uh, well, it's pretty far from a lot of the major cities in Prince George. Where'd you, were you able to do any uh, fishing or hunting up there? Uh, I didn't get much. Usually um, in the summers, I'd do it obviously rainy lake, but uh our schedule was pretty tough. So um, I know there was a couple guys, uh, Josh Mazer, he played in an HL deal, a couple guys, but they do some fishing and stuff, but we didn't get much. We do a little bit of hiking and stuff for some cool mountains. And uh, a couple guys went and stopped after a season to go skiing and snowboarding, but 
I was hoping to kind of go hunting for for a cool moose out there. It'd be pretty <laughs> cool, but I didn't really find the right person out there, unfortunately. <laughs> After Prince George, you played two years at Queen's University in Kingston. Uh, do you think U-Sports, uh, they don't get the recognition it deserves? Like uh, a lot of people, like Canadian U- University hockey, right? It doesn't, I know some people don't think too highly of it, like skill-wise. Do you think it gets the recognition it deserves? No, I don't think so. Like even, you know, the fact that the OUA shut down this year when they consider it an elite sport, I think is a bit of a joke. Uh, you know, you have guys playing all across, you know, OHL, Junior A, WHL, QMJHL. And, uh, you know, they want to go get their schooling after. And they're still good players. And, you know, I think it doesn't get the recognition from from the universities and colleges. So um, we still had a really good program at Queens. Like they, you know, state-of-the-art gym and stuff. Um, and uh, I definitely love my time there. But, yeah, I think, you know, a lot of people, even in the hockey world, don't, you know, give it the credit that it's due. So, um, I love my time there and there's some players that have gone on to, you know, do some big things there. So I was really happy with my choice there to get some schooling in and, uh, love my time. I'm just looking at my list of former guests on the show. I think you're like the fifth or sixth player player that played U sports that's been on the show at, uh, yeah. like we had, we had Nate Breer, like Mike Oxy. He played, I think he played at Toronto. Uh, okay. Shaq Morasti, then you, then Vern Cooper, he was up at Nipissing. So, yeah, we have quite a uh, of the list of uh, Gary Roach, too. I think he played in Sudbury at okay, Lorraine yeah. one year. So, yeah, we got quite the list of former youth sports. Yeah. Like, athletes. I think when I, w- I went into uh, to OUA, I wasn't really sure what to, to expect. And then you get out there and, you know, definitely have – guys are more on the downslope a little bit of some guys I guess I should say but I think the skill kind of comes out more because guys are a bit slower and um, you know you're not training sometimes to be still playing for the NHL or you know the highest level but um, you know Queens like we our training was pretty intense there when we were there so they whipped us into shape and it was uh, it's pretty cool to be part of there so uh, luckily I was um, we won the Queens Cup my first year there and we had some pretty elite players uh Spencer Abraham Kevin Bailey who they had AHL contracts or offers you know every year and they just decided to stay because they're going for law school so and then uh Slater Doggett he set a lot of records at Queens too so um definitely like I learned a lot at Queens too just for balancing school and hockey too so I think that was pretty cool you played uh, one year in the SPHL, the Southern Pro League with Macon. How was your? How was it your first year of pro? Uh, I really liked it. I think that was, you know, probably the closest team I've been on. Um, one of the closest teams, I should say. Um, I so I started off here now, and then just you know, with half the league being shut down, uh, they had to kind of send me down. So I went down there for a month and. I got called back up to Allen and I separated my shoulder. So I was here for a month, just kind of like with that. And then I got set down for the rest of the year once I was healthy, but um, it was pretty good league. I think if you look at most of the guys that were in our league last year, they're all playing in the coast this year. So um, it was definitely nice playing uh, a shortened season and it was tough with the, with the shoulder, but uh, I definitely love my time and being kind of more Southern Southern States was still pretty nice. And, 
you go out and get to go golf and kind of yeah. like here in Texas. So uh, it wasn't a bad time and we had some really good guys there. So I really enjoyed my time there. Music wise, what's on your uh, music playlist right now? What, what tunes uh, pumps you up before a game? Uh, um, are you like, uh, like the new top 40 kind? Are you techno? Or are you like old school rock or country? I, uh, I like old rock. Um, I kind of have a, mix of everything like i have a playlist my buddy kind of made for me so i kind of just going through there um you know like seven nation army holiday i play that and then i have some newer stuff like loud luxury and some kind of tropical house music i guess <laughs> would be but uh kind of a little bit of everything but i'd say you know classic rock's probably my favorite my dad you know taught me all that so me and Royce, Royce will show me some good tunes on YouTube and stuff too. So, are you into uh, rap music? I like rap too. Yeah, I like. <laughs> are you a rap guy? No, I just my son will tell me. Like the only one I know is like J Cole. That's the only one he. Yeah. Hey, I, I I remember yeah, him I like talking about. I mean, there's it's hard for me even to keep up. Some guys are good with the rap keeping up, but there's so many guys. They all have like one hit wonders. And yeah. So I mean, I like the old like the early 2000s, I think was my favorite for bangers. I think. Yeah. So. Did you enjoy the Super Bowl uh, halftime show? Yeah, that was electric. It was, it it was seeing, it. seeing some of the memes too, but like Eminem, he, he killed it. And uh, Dre, I think, I wonder how many views he got after that. Yeah, for sure. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. What's your uh, favorite meal? Uh, do you have a, specific meal you eat before every game um i usually do chicken and rice um that's kind of my go-to if i'm on the road then usually i'll kind of get chipotle and a burrito so that's usually is it i kind of enjoy that do you go like a loaded burrito or do you try no, to keep, no, it, I try, <laughs> keep it on I the healthy side and... i try to keep it healthy i usually do you know double rice chicken and beans and basically just guac on there so it's pretty pretty bland but i think it's no hot uh, sauce or no jalapenos no i tried that <laughs> tried that once and it didn't turn out well for the game so i keep it try to keep it light are you much of a cooker or do you just go to like a grocery store and go to the deli uh, i'm pretty bad usually i uh my roommates that i'm living with usually help me cook a little bit or if they <laughs> I'll, I'll give them a little money and they can cook for me, but I, I do the basics. Uh, I love burgers and steaks and that stuff, but uh, I'm not great with spices and stuff. So when Eric learn. was on the show, we asked him about barbecue. Are you a big barbecue guy down there? Oh yeah. I think I listened to his episode and uh, we just had that uh, brisket that one of our uh, fans cooked for us. And that yeah. was one of the best, I got like three plates to go. So. <laughs> That was a pretty electric meal here. So, but it's crazy in the states compared to, especially Fort Francis in that area. Just the amount of fast food you can get here. It's yeah, like it's. I've never. I don't know how they stay open, but they're always busy every place you go to. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm heading to Eveleth this weekend, and like we we are already planning to have our lunch at Border Bar. Like we're just oh yeah, to go to yeah. have lunch there. <laughs> oh, that place is that. Yeah, that's usually a stop when I come when I fly back is border bar for yeah right there before I, come I think over. it's been like two like two years since I've had border bar, so I'm I'm just pumped to look, look yeah. into it. <laughs> nice cheap greasy. 
Yeah. Vita. Okay, what kind of uh, curve and flex are you using for your twig? Uh, well, I'm on D. I was gonna switch, but I'm still using the P92. And then our sticks are a little bit uh, stiffer. I'd say they're not like the top brand. I don't think. So I switched down to the 75 flex. So just makes it a little bit easier to. I mean, a lot of guys, even the NHL, I think, use a little bit lighter flex, just yeah. unless you're taking massive slap shots so <laughs> what about you what are you using uh, i used to use a 110 and i okay. used the, the jewelry blade like the heel curve yeah but i think no, I, yeah they don't sell 110s no more so i kind of if i try to find a hundred i know i can just go to the plate again in, in winnipeg and they sell a lot of the jet sticks so i used a blake wheeler stick because it's a hundred flex but yeah Whatever I can yeah. get my hands on now. It's uh, I only play old timers, so I don't really care no more what my stick yeah. is. Just as long as yeah. I'm not paying retail price, I'm happy with it. As long as it's the right hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I used to, I think growing up, it's funny. You, For me, anyways, as a forward, you always want to use the, the highest flex of the team and yeah. show off. And then kind of when you get older, you're like, maybe I should go down a little bit because it's hard to you know flex this thing at all. So. yeah so yeah it, it always happens it's it's funny when some kids have no idea what the flex is and they just they just get whatever right or yeah well, i used to when i was in warroad uh it wasn't christian brothers anymore i think it was uh boa hockey but i was breaking so many sticks and my dad was getting frustrated so i switched <laughs> to, to wood sticks for high school so <laughs> nice yeah so i was kind of known as the guy with wood sticks for for that so the northern boy from that so I didn't that was pretty fun. I didn't start using uh, composite sticks till maybe 2005, I think. I I was always like a wooden stick guy because we used to get free uh, Coho Revolution sticks oh, for yeah, hockey. Yeah. So I was a uh, wood stick till right till the end, I guess. Yeah. Do you ever use the uh, Z-Bubbles or anything? Or no? Yeah, we had Z-Bubbles and I think it was Ultralights. Yeah, 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 those were like those the first. Ones. Yeah, when they first came out, there was yeah, like was a good. whole different story. Like the whole world kind of changed and jumped on ship with them. It was. Oh, I know. It was. Yeah, uh, we get talking about that with some of the guys. Just you know, the old sticks, like right when they started coming out, and how big would changes it. Like it was, you know, Christmas when you get a new stick. It was the coolest yeah. thing. Ever, so I know maybe it is for little kids now, but now you're playing pro. It's you know, it's a little different. So. Well, you guys use warrior sticks, eh? Yeah, yeah. I'm using the Alpha DX. I think I think it's like a level or two down. So I think it's kind of with COVID, it's hard to get a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So there's been a lot of backup on stick orders and skates. So. What kind of skates do you use? Uh, right now I'm using CCM Tax. So I'm still waiting for my ones from this year to come in. So. What kind did you order? I don't even know. My my trainer just texted me. I got your skate order in the right size. He goes, "Yep." I'm like, "Okay, let's let's go with that." What about uh, True? Have you ever tried True skates? No, uh, we have a couple guys, and um, they really like them. But they said right now it's it's really hard to get those. Just I think with the customization. So yeah. Um, but guys that use them say they love them. They're kind of like you know, the new graph style almost. Yeah. That's what I have. Do you use the graph? 
No, the the true skates. No, the, the trues. Do you yeah. have them when they were still at a Winnipeg or? Yeah, um, I won four years ago. I won a, a Christmas contest from True, so I was able to get like a stick. I got merchandise, gloves, and skates. So I oh, went wow. to the head office in Winnipeg, and they scanned my feet and did the oh, treated me well and so- took me on a tour of their uh, little factory there. So. Yeah. They still have the skates, and they they're still really nice. And I, I would recommend True Skates if if you're looking for like a custom skate for sure. Yeah, I think you know for this year, I was just hoping to my skates are I think two years old now, so hopefully uh, I just wanted to get a new pair to make sure they don't fall apart on me. So um, <laughs> I definitely want to. Probably, I'll probably try maybe True next year if once COVID kind of is over and the world's back to normal a bit more. Did you see uh, Nate Breer's new skates he got? No. He posted on Facebook. He got like the custom uh, Vapor skates. They're pretty nice. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Nate the Great guy. It was fun playing with him. Speaking of Nate the Great, uh, you played with Eagle Lake. Eagle Lake Chiefs and the Freddy. How was that experience playing with them? It was was an awesome. You know, they they treated me awesome there. So, uh, I drove down with Damon Gardner and uh, it was pretty cool. I obviously knew him from Warren and his family yeah. very well. So, um, yeah, it was, you know, I, I kept hearing about the Freddy, the Freddy tournament, and I'd only played him, I think, one other native tournament so far. So uh, we had a great group of guys, you know, with the Gardners and Nates and um, Damon and a couple other guys. So it was pretty cool, uh, you know, just being from – um eagle lake they're just they put together a great team and the tournament was pretty cool it was set up uh sunday got a little bit tough you know playing all those games in a row like i've never played in gear that wet before so um it was pretty fun we played roisey i think in the semi-finals or quarterfinals so that was pretty fun playing against him he uh he gave me a nice pizza that led me to a breakaway so i was <laughs> giving crap about that and then uh we had a we had our only fight of the weekend was against them too. So, but uh, no, it was a great tournament. It was ran so well. So um, it sucks that we lost in a shootout. Uh, yeah. Their goalie, he played unbelievable. So I wish it would have been continuous OT, but I understand why not. But uh, it was tough to, to lose out that way. So hopefully we can get back there and reclaim our, uh, our championship. Yeah, that is rough playing five games in one day considering it's body contact too that must have yeah, been hard on the like, body i remember uh right before that fight uh the captain for cross lake there he jabbed me and i kind of went down just and i realized that because it's so warm out there since it was in was that in july or august i think it was july it was july yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so i went down in the ice and my glove was just dripping wet <laughs> so I couldn't, there was no hand dryers or glove dryers there so the rest of the that was only game two. So the three games left is just, you know, wet. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy playing five games, but, uh, I think we left the rink at 1130 that night. We, our wow. first game was at I think 10 o'clock that morning. So. Yay. Good yeah. So I heard, I heard they might be changing that. Um, they were playing an extra game on Thursday. Yeah. True? Yeah. And I think now they're going to be keep, keep playing three on three till someone scores in the finals. I don't think they're going to go that shootout no more. Yeah. That's yeah. That was tough to, to go. Yeah. I think we tied it with like a minute left and then 
we had OT and and then yeah, just to lose in a shootout. It's just tough to lose in a shootout like that, especially when they got that goalie. It's tough because he's uh, your teammate on the team, Owen Hedrick, how good was he during that tournament? He won Dia, Dia the tournament, and he's currently playing with Syracuse. How how was he playing with? Oh, he was, like, probably one of the best getting I've played with. Just, I don't think he really got off the ice much, and he was just, you know, ripping <laughs> around. So um, I know Alan was kind of recruiting him, but I'm not surprised he's, you know, playing in the A because he's, he's quite the stud. Like, he just so poised at the puck, you know, he'd be – leading the rush on the way into their zone and then he'd be the first one back and he was just he was just skating circles so uh really and just such a genuine guy too so it was pretty fun to play with him yeah he was on the show maybe two months ago and he was a super nice guy yeah yeah great guy because he was playing upi yeah yeah that's when yeah. he was uh i think he was he told us that he was getting offers already and he had a surprise and sure enough a couple of days later he uh announced he was going to Syracuse. So, yeah, good for wow. him. Super nice guy. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I didn't even know that. I'm so busy with their games. But <laughs> don't follow it on. Advice for youth. What would you uh, give – what would you tell young players coming up the ranks? Um, I'd say just, you know, focus on yourself. Um, make sure you're enjoying the game. I think, you know, a lot of – parents and people now it's so competitive in hockey so i think just make sure you know if you're not enjoying it then make sure you you know switch to something that you're enjoying because otherwise you know what's the point of playing i think um i think just yeah that's i think i learned that in the world with you know all the free ice we just would go out there and skate every day like you know it wasn't pressure from our parents or anything it was just fun to go out with your buddies and mess around and half the time you weren't even working on anything. You're just flipping pucks in the air and <laughs> doing that. So, uh, but it is crazy, you know, to see how much training and stuff they have nowadays. And I think there's kids that are 12 years old with three or four coaches. And it's, it's crazy from, from what we grew up with, but uh, I think, yeah, just have fun with it. And if you're loving it, then obviously, you know, take the risk and go with it, but uh, just make sure you enjoy the, the journey along the way. Yeah, that's totally true. Before we let you go, we'll uh, finish the interview with five rapid NIST questions. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Number one, baked or fried bannock? What's that? Baked or fried bannock? Oh, fried all day. Number two, ever use a bed sheet for a door or curtain? Yeah. I got a bed sheet for a curtain right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, number <laughs> number three. Ever see Ernest Muniz live in concert? Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> you better put that on your bucket list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> number four. Bannock burger or Indian taco? Indian taco. Chester's got one of the best ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Thursdays they got that. Oh, cool. Uh, fifth and last question. Can you jig? Uh, no, I cannot jig. Unfortunately, <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get to learn that. So hopefully that that's on my, uh, bucket Put it on the bucket too. list, but, uh, I got one cool story. Uh, like we were in rapid city this year and, uh, they had the big, um, indigenous game and, uh, the Graham Green dropped the puck there. Oh, so, nice! So I uh, 
he when he was sitting front right at the front there for the first period and I was so nervous because my my grandma she loves him and I know Clifton. Um so after the first period I went to their security person and I got a picture with him. Oh so. cool. But uh that's the first time I think I've ever been starstruck by someone he was pretty uh intimidating to talk to. So um but he's one of the coolest I think you know indigenous actors of all time. So he is yeah I love him on Die Hard. Yeah yeah he's awesome. that was a classic so, one but i went up to him and he just just his voice was just rugged and it was just intimidating so i, got a <laughs> nervous. I usually don't get nervous so it was pretty cool meeting him got a nice picture of him to show my grandma so that's cool yeah i love green yeah. green yeah that was pretty cool that's awesome you're you're, you're a leaf fan too yeah and yeah we we're doing kind of better i guess we were kind of in that slump for a while eh? and yeah so I'm kind of interested to see what, what moves we're gonna make here. I like that uh, the bunting that we got. He's pretty. Yeah, he's good. Electric. He's a steal. Hopefully, he keeps it up and wins rookie of the year. Yeah, no, I've always been at least someone had Sundine and Domi and Tucker and all of them. So yeah, hopefully we can if we can get out of the first round, we'll be good. But I think great. so. That's the big. That's the big uh, yeah. hurdle we got to get over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. All right, on, man. Thanks, Jared, for uh, coming on the show, taking time out of your uh, schedule during your playing season. So, uh, yeah, we appreciate it, man. We'll uh, keep in touch, and I'm sure our paths will cross once again, man. Yeah, hopefully see you in Fort this summer. Appreciate it for having me, and uh, good luck. <laughs> All right, sounds good, man. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks. Bye. Recording in progress. Hey, guys. Hey guys. Welcome back. That was a good entry with Jared. <laughs> the, uh, even though... We, we would love to see him play in the Freddy, but we would love to see him and his team, the Allen Americans, make it for well, yeah. the playoffs, right? So good luck to Jared and mm-hmm. Eric as uh, they're uh, pushing for a playoff spot in yeah. the East Coast League. So it's starting to warm up here. It's March. So, yeah, still jealous, though. It's freaking nice weather in Texas. Oh, yeah. Okay, now uh, we'll go to our Res Hockey Top 5. Uh, this yeah, week we will. is uh, Top 5 Chirps you hear during a game. But we're it's doing a good it one. Res niche version. So, <laughs> Res version of uh, Chirps. Okay. I, I didn't even put them in order. I just thought of 5 Chirps. <laughs> it, it took me a while to think of these two. So, Okay. The first one, we'll see number five. Yep. Hey, nephew, I'm your new uncle. <laughs> yep. That's a good one. <laughs> you totally just mess with that kid's head. If you I know. That. Hey, Neff. Okay, I got a, a follow-up yep. for this one. Hey, number five, your auntie is here to watch me play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just mess up with <laughs> mess my mess with his mind more. Yeah. Psychological uh, next, warfare. Oh, for sure. You gotta get in their heads if you want to get them off their yep. game, right? Okay, number three. You can't even score on or off the ice. Ooh. That's a good chirp. Yeah. What's up, Yanni? <laughs> uh, how about this one? Holy man, you just got denied like you were just like you just applied for a house on the res. Holy shit. 
Because, you know, everyone applies oh for God. housing on the resonators get yeah. denied. So I got to say that again. Holy man, you, you got denied. Like you just applied for a house on the res. That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> the last, the fifth and last one for top five chirps, niche version. Version. I seen better hands on a bingo player. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> right. It took yeah. me like all, well today. I used a sick yeah. day, so I was thinking, what can I make for a top five? I was like. It took me like all day to think of these shirts. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I seen better hands on a bingo player. Bingo player. <laughs> as, as all of you know, bingo players just dab, right? So they got yeah. good hands, good high end, high eye and coordination. So there you go. Top five. There we go. That was a good one. That was a good one. Okay, Bush, I got a question for you. Okay. What did you do this past weekend? This weekend, I took a couple teammates down to Eveleth, Minnesota to play in a hockey tournament called the Big Stick Tournament. Why is it called the Big Stick Tournament? Because it is home of Sherwood's largest stick in North America. Nope. Christian. Or Christian. Sorry. Whatever. And for all you young guys, Christian sticks used to be like the top sticks like in the 80s and 90s. They were the number one brand of sticks. Did I, I did say Sherwood too, didn't I? Oh, you did say Sherwood. So yeah. Sorry, it's guys. The biggest hockey Sorry. stick in the world. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We drove by it a couple times. We didn't even get a picture with it. I totally forgot. I know. Uh one of our teammates got a good picture of it. Yeah, I saw that. Dave and Nika, yeah. So did you have fun down there? I had a lot of fun playing hockey. It was really good to uh play in a good tournament. It was run on time it was organized it was great you know it's um, good to have fun again okay okay listeners remember a couple of weeks ago was that last week that we talked about would you bring a player to it a was tournament last week. knowing that this person might get will be trouble and be a hard person to, to take, care take care of like like you'll pretty much be babysitting Sure enough, it happened. We won't say name. We won't nope. say any names. But so this player came with us, and that's what it was. Pretty much babysitting. Yeah. The first game, he he was a difference, and the second game, he was a difference. The other way, like a difference he shouldn't have fucking played. <laughs> yeah. And the third no. game, we left him in the room because he was still sleeping, sleeping from the night before. So yes. So, uh, yeah, you, when you guys pick your players, pick for these teams, for your tournaments, make sure you know the history and you ask around if they're, like, can can you depend on them to play the whole weekend? Because he, he was good for the first game on Friday. And that was yeah. it. So and People talked about him the first game on Friday. So, yeah, yeah. so pick your, pick your teams wisely. But it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. First time playing in Eveleth, Minnesota. Um, met a lot of good people, nice people. We they had great, great hosts. Great oh, hosts. Yeah. Like we can't mention too much about uh uh Jason Strukel, one of the organizers, Bruce, Rich Bryant, one of the teams, Austin Strukel, and many, many players that played with uh Jason. Like it's awesome, really, really good hosts, love them to death. They're gonna come up for us to uh Diamonds on Ice tournament or 
fins and fins and skins. Fins and skins, yeah, that's what they come up. One of my highlights of the weekend was, hey, we got to go to Target and Walmart. Hit oh, the, yeah. <laughs> those cool department stores up. Yeah. Because I had a list of things I had to get. So, mm-hmm. that's fun. We uh, kind of rushed it, though. I totally forgot <laughs> to go back back to uh, Target. Yeah. But uh, we they do three periods of 17 minutes. And it was it was long. It was a long, it's a long now, three periods. Like the ice was soft. So when the ice is soft, you got your legs are working harder. Yeah. It was like, holy geez, man. Well, because they uh they uh, sh- they uh, shut the plant off that weekend. So they don't because they're taking I mean, the ice out like today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So <laughs> uh there was an old timers division and an open men's, and yeah. uh we should have played open men's too while we were there. Next year, maybe us? not not this year. <laughs> maybe next year we'll ask like Pokey or someone. Yeah. But uh one yeah, thing that we up. found weird while playing these American teams. Maybe listen to this, guys. Listen to this guys. 75% of players in that tournament, maybe even more than 75%. I'd say well, there was I'd say about 90%. I'd say I go up at 90. They don't 90. wear hockey pants. They'll just yeah. put sweats on with their shin pads, and that's it. That's it. That's it. No pants, no padding. Like <laughs> if you fall or get hit with a slashed, or it's gonna hurt. Yeah. Uh, Friday night we were playing the host team. Um, we won, by the way. Nine five. Bush got a goal. She got yeah, a goal. I did. I did. It's on. Dirt, it's on. It's on Facebook. Facebook. So it must yeah. be true. A dirty yeah. wrister from the blue line. A dirty snapper. Dirty snapper. Um, anyways, I, uh, this guy was coming towards me, and I, well, no, he had his ass towards me, and I went to go past the puck. I sauced it really hard, and I shot him. <laughs> I hit him in the ass. A pass. And he had no pants on. He had sweats on. <laughs> he jumped, like, five feet in the air, just like, oh, my ass. Yeah. <laughs> he was <laughs> sore. <laughs> Oh, that's what you get for not wearing hockey pants in a tournament. Like, I would never, ever. Go. I would never not wear pants like that. No, I'd sure. never not wear pants, yeah. But the couple plays after, he had the puck and he shot it and he hit me right in the calf. Oh, yeah. My calf is still sore today, so he kind of karma, I guess. But Yeah, you were sore. I was sore, man. It's still sore. But it was funny. <laughs> like, why don't they wear pants? And some oh. of them. They wear Cooperalls, like roller know, hockey, great. roller hockey pants. That's so weird. You should get some of those roller hockey pants. I should, eh? Like Cooperalls. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Bring that style back. Next man. year, yeah. I'm going to try and bust it in. But yeah, I don't understand why Americans don't wear hockey pants. Like I took a picture, descended to Paula, and eight out of Eight out of the ten players on the ice didn't have pants on. Yeah. There was a, our, like before our game on Friday night, that young team with the red jerseys. Yep. None of them wore pants, and they had like twelve players. I know. <laughs> Imagine if the game was getting rough, I'd be slashing everyone in the thigh. Just I know you would. Right, holy jeez. 
Oh, well, that's what you get. You got to wear pants. That's... <laughs> of course, you start slouching. I'd cross chuck him everything in their legs. <laughs> I would shoot at them at purpose on their thighs. Just holy, just dirty. Just dirty, that guy. But yeah, it was a fun. It was good to eat at Border Bar in International Falls. Mm-hmm. Even though we had to pay for it because it was just greasy and that cheese got to my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll just leave leave it at that. Yeah, we'll just we won't talk about that anymore. Yeah. So yeah, I would totally uh go again to that tournament in Eveleth, Minnesota. So a lot okay. of yeah, a lot of nice people. So do you okay. think hockey players are the biggest partiers when it comes to like tournaments and stuff like that? Like you're a big softball softball player. Mm-hmm. Who parties bigger, harder? Like uh, hockey players or softball players? Hockey players. Yeah. Hands down. There are no yeah. there are no questions. Sorry, all my uh, summer softball players in Falcon Lake, but you guys don't hold the candle to what we do in uh, these Hammonagers and these tournaments. What about golf players? I don't know. Shags, Mitch, Kyle, what do you think? I don't know. That's a tough one. Like, yeah, golf tournaments are there to win. Like, mm-hmm. money, right? You just don't go in a tournament just to get drunk, right? So. So do you think hockey players are the biggest partiers when it comes to would, tournaments? Yeah. Yeah. I would well, say, not, yeah. I mean, like small tournaments, like we just went to, like when we, this tournament went, there was no prize money. That was just for fun. And it's, uh, we're not saying the Freddy or like the big tournaments, North no. American. A lot of the teams don't drink on the weekend and just stay sober just to win that prize money because it's a lot of money in bragging rights, right? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but small tournaments. Yeah, I think hockey players probably, yeah. I would say, yeah. The biggest part of yours. I don't know if that's a good thing. Is that a compliment or a bad thing? <laughs> you don't know? I don't know, man. But I would say it's some kind of argument, though. That's for damn sure. <laughs> if you can grab five baseball players, five hockey players, and they'll have a, a drink off. A who drink will, off? Who will be the last people standing? Well, hockey players. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Anything else you can think of that you want to announce, talk about, discuss? We got Dryden coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, there's a another old timers tournament in Dryden, Ontario, home of Chris Pronger. What did um, I say when I cross when we cross the board? I was just nervous. Uh, we're going to Eveleth, Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, Bush looked so scared when he went to the U.S. I was. So, what are you guys? What are you guys doing? Uh, we're playing in a hockey tournament. Where are you guys going? Uh, Eveleth, uh, Minnesota. <laughs> I, I just had a brain freeze. I, just, I was like, I think I, he knows where fucking Eveleth is. It's just down the highway. <laughs> but he didn't yeah. ask us for our proof of vaccination. No, that one not our uh, status card. So yeah. for those who are traveling in the States, maybe they're lightening up their uh, entry, whatever. Requirements. Yeah. 
But it was a pain in the ass coming back, though. Oh, it was, yeah. You got to get a you have to COVID test, can. fill out that stupid app, and it, oh, fuck, man. That was so annoying. Canada has to get rid of that arrive can app. Shit. Yeah, absolutely. Canada's got rid of a lot of things. They're so behind. And it was good to walk around like Walmart, Target, and the arena restaurants without a yeah. mask. I know. Like, yeah, I kept sanitizing my hands all the time and washing my hands, but still it was yeah. it was good to uh walk around. Yeah, there were still people wearing a mask, but not as much as people no. not wearing a mask. But it's finally nice to be normal again. Yeah, like, uh, that's for sure. Is uh, I think like Alberta and Saskatchewan, they're getting they're, their mandates. I think they're getting. I think Alberta went March first. Saskatchewan follows suit shortly, and I think. Manitoba on, next week, eh? Yeah, on, Manitoba is looking at the fifteenth, and I think Ontario is going to be last because we got that, we got Ford. Yeah, because so it's, it's kind of, Toronto, right? Like it's yeah, yeah. millions and millions of people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was fun to be normal again, and yeah, that's for damn sure. So, uh, oh yeah, Friday. Where are you going Friday or Thursday? Where are you going? Thir- no, I'm going Friday morning. Friday morning. Yeah, I'm going to British Columbia. I'm going to, Fernie, British? I'm going to Fernie, BC. I'm going to go downhill skiing. First you know, time I've been downhill skiing in, uh, at a resort like that in, since 1999. Me and my brother went to Big White Resort. I can't see your brother skiing. Tony? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's been skier back in the day, way back, way back, way back in the day. You know, when the difference between niche people and non-niche people when they ski, downhill ski. Niche people when they go downhill skiing, they go straight. They don't. They don't care. <laughs> but when non-native people go skiing, they go like side to side and. <laughs> yeah. So, I told Bush to uh, pull a Harry, a Harry Dunn move on <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. And I said, on when you're on the, on the ski lift, <laughs> stick your tongue out. On the, the metal and see if it <laughs> yeah. sticks. Oh shit! If you did that, so, would uh, would you get ditched? Oh, I I get ditched. <laughs> I I think my daughter would, would send pictures me. to everybody, and Sue oh, would be man. like, Sue, Sue wouldn't even acknowledge me. She's like, I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> Tell her to go on Facebook Live and I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just do it just to see if it what happens. Oh man, I was I was so worried about this weekend. I honestly was. Every time I stepped on the ice, I was like, "Holy oh. fuck! I better not! I better not fucking turn an ankle or break a leg because she was going." Oh, that's why you weren't going me. in the corners, eh? That's why. That's why I didn't go in corners at all this weekend. I, I had a perfect legit excuse. <laughs> Bush told me on the bench, "I'm not going in the corners. The only thing that goes in the corners are uh, postal stamps." So postage stamps. Postage. What did I say? Postal? You said postal. Oh, fuck. We can't even talk today, man. Yeah. Posted. And another thing, fucking yesterday we were on our way home and I can't believe this fucking guy said this to me. I ordered a double quarter pounder because I was hungry. I didn't oh, eat all day. What the fuck? And he fucking pokes up my gut. He goes, do you really have to have that? <laughs> You motherfucker! Well, you had fucking, fucking you had two fucking patties. 
That's two still, burgers. I didn't eat all day. You had a Big Mac. You had two patties, I'm... two burgers, too. I'm not judging. <laughs> I don't give a shit what you eat. Yeah. Yeah, just you looks at my gut and goes, <laughs> this fucking pokes my gut. I was like, fucking guy, man. I was shocked. I wasn't. <laughs> you were like all surprised. I was. Yeah. There's a lot of food you just uh, ingested. Dude, you ate a fucking Fuck. Big Mac. Are, are Big Mac <laughs> and double quarter pounders the same? Let's uh, we gotta learn how the to same. do. We gotta learn how to do fucking Facebook polls and start uh, asking. <laughs> That's these. only been almost a year. Yeah, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> oh, I'll just post it as a question, like as a post. Yeah, is the Big Mac the same as a double quarter pounder? So I can tell you right now, with uh, if you go to basic math and basic uh, units of measurement, uh, no, it's they're not the same. But as someone who went to culinary school, when they say a quarter uh, here pounder, it was a quarter yeah. pounder before they cooked it. So oh, after you cook God. it, you lose ounces, you lose weight from the actual weight before it was cooked. So after it was cooked, it's not a fucking quarter pound, man. It's probably a third of that. So, do you know fucking math? Now you got me swearing. <laughs> and Bush did a, another stupid thing. He got fucking pineapple on his pizza on Friday. Pineapple on pizza. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, I got, brothers to arms. This is a call to arms. I need, well, my, he, I need your supporters. Well, he did that. I got fucking green olives on my pizza. I'm, yeah, more, I'm more of a black olive guy. Mortal but, enemies right here. Yeah. Pineapple against olives. Olives. Who will win? Who will take it down? Bring it, people. I need your comments. Like and support. Pineapple? You don't put fucking fruit on a pizza. You don't put olives anywhere in the world. Whatever. Like, I I like pineapple by itself, but not on pizza. It's fucked. (laughs) Okay. Let's, All right. Let's, let's I'm going to get the fuck out of here before I start egging your house. Before I start fucking I'll flatten your tires or something. <laughs> oh, shit. Shit your tr- <laughs> the back of your truck. <laughs> I was fucking worried, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Holy oh, shit. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, we'll uh, see you guys next week. Yeah. I got to figure out who, who the hell will come on with me because Bush will be... Uh, Downhill skiing, Harry yep. Dunn style. <laughs> With the bright orange. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Take care of each All other. Right. Love each other. And remember, it's still here. So remember, if you're sick, say to fuck home. Stay home if Isolate. you're sick, man. Yep. Wash your hands. Stay home. So, yeah. So this is bye for Bush for two weeks. See you guys. No. I'll see you guys in two weeks. Yeah. Cause I'm 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 gone next week. I'll be in BC, and this I'm not taking time for way. Yeah, You'll, no. When I'm, are you I'll, back? I'll be, I leave Friday morning, the 18th. Wait, the 12th. The the 11th. I leave. No, yeah, I leave Friday morning, March 11th, and I we come back. Uh, our checkout is March 18th, so, so I'll you, be back. I'll be back by Monday. We might even do Monday, this Monday well, 21st. Do you have I mean, the 21st off? Yeah, I do. I have money oh, and the okay. Tuesday off. Yeah, he'll be back. 
He'll but, only miss but, one show. But it won't be. Yeah, it will. Seven days from now, I'll be in BC. And that's why I said you'll only miss one show. Yep. Holy fuck. That's why I said. Have another I'm... fucking pineapple, you know, fucking guy. <laughs> Have another Big Mac. <laughs> just the look on your face when you order that. I know. Fuck, man. <laughs> Mind your own business. <laughs> yeah, that's all you got to say. Holy <laughs> I'm so mad. He just puts <laughs> all my gut. Like, yeah. What the fuck, man? Whatever. Okay, we'll okay, see you next then. week, guys. All right, Peace. See you guys.